0: It's very clear that President Biden is very much behind these political prosecutions of President Trump. Matthew Colangelo left the number three office in the Biden Justice Department to go up to Manhattan, uh, uh, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's office to indict a former president for the first time in history for the non-crime of a businessman settling a nuisance claim. And it was President Biden, through his deputy White House counsel, Jonathan Sue, who greenlighted the unprecedented, unnecessary and unlawful home raid on President Trump a year ago that led to the, uh, the Jack Smith indictment for the former president having his presidential records, which is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. Joe Biden is absolutely behind this, and House Republicans should impeach both, both Joe Biden and Attorney General Merrick Garland for their corruption and cover-up.
1: Let's not forget whose move this was. The New York Times reported that Joe Biden directed his attorney general to prosecute his rival. Quote, Mr. Biden privately told his close circle of advisers that Mr. Trump posed a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted for his role in the events of Jan 6th, according to two people familiar with his comments. He also told Confidence that he wanted Attorney General Merrick B. Garland to stop acting like a ponderous judge and to take decisive action. This is not an independent Justice Department, this is not an independent special counsel. This prosecution is being directed by the Commander-in-Chief.
2: Banana Republic much? Of course Joe Biden directed Attorney General Garland to do these indictments on the former president and the leading opponent in the presidential election of 2024. His leading opponent, folks. Welcome back to Truth Thursday on the Rob Manish Show here at the Red Voice Media Network. And man, was that spaces great. We've now linked the ability to take questions live from the audience to live TV here at the Red Voice Media Network. And that truly makes us the most dangerous network on the planet. Innovation and a way to get the audience to participate with us like they want to do. Welcome to the show again. Presidential power has been studying in America since the very first citizen raised his right hand and swore to execute the laws of the Constitution faithfully and support and defend it. General Washington set those standards that all would follow for a while. The current occupant of the office is wielding power as if he, or those that control him more likely, are not bound by the Constitution or long-standing policy that has served this Republic well, until now. Starting in 2008, presidents began using direct power more and more as they faced divided Congresses off and on that constricted their ability to get legislation passed and turned to executive orders quite more often or novel uses of existing law. The unelected executive branch leaders have followed suit in Now the entire federal government is wielding power, nearly completely unrestrained by the Constitution. The United States faces the greatest crisis it has seen since the decade leading up to 1861. And yet the states seem mostly incapable of confronting it, even though they have the power to do so. With the leading opposition candidate for president in 2024, and the last one to hold the office before Biden, A former president, under multiple federal indictments, we are perceived by the world as a failing nation falling into chaos and authoritarianism. Well, folks, today we've got a great guest with us. It's Dr. Randy Arrington, a political science professor, uh, uh, has been on many media networks, including CNN, to talk about these issues, Uh, uh, Doc. Uh, I showed you the facts there. The, the, the cold open is, is the facts, uh, my friend. You know, uh, this president is abusing his power, uh, some would say. Uh, he's exercising the power that he does have, I would say. Uh, what say you? Uh,
3: well, it's good to be back on the Red Boys News Network with you, as always, Colonel uh, you and I both studied about presidential power under a guy named Professor Richard Neustadt, and he is like the seminal work in presidential power. And But his thesis, his theories only apply to the occupant of the White House that actually adheres to our Constitution and upholds the Constitution. What you have right now in there is this puppet, this demented man who doesn't, shouldn't be there, uh, was installed, I'm sorry, but he didn't win the election, and he is being run by his puppeteers, which is a Marxist cabal, most likely run by Obama and his Marxists, uh, and funded by Soros. So, you know, the United States is on the precipice right now. And you know, presidential power is a wonderful thing, but Newstadt taught us where you start to examine presidential power is that it is a position that actually starts from a position of weakness. He then strengthens his power by doing certain things commanding and directing is not one that creates a powerful president. He needs to persuade others in the, the swamp, the DC swamp, that what they, they should do is what he wants and what they should do is follow what he wants them to do because it's good for them and the country. Right now, what Biden is doing is not good for the country. It's only good for him in his mind. But when he does these commands, tells uh, Garland and all these people what to do, He's actually weakening his position. The people eventually will catch up because the the political pendulum is starting to swing back hard to the right. And it will be something of a, it'll be an embarrassment to him. Probably, I don't think he's going to be in on the ticket by Christmas. I think he's going to drop out by Christmas. So he's doing the wrong things uh, by indicting a former president. And I think all these charges, is all political theater. I've I've examined a lot, done a lot of research. And uh, first of all, they got to prove that January 6th, that he actually believed in his mind that he lost the election and then tried to overturn it. That's going to be hard to prove in court, Colonel.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, one of the things that uh, I'm not sure, uh, Dr. Errington, if it's a good thing or not, uh, uh, I'm inclined to think it's a good thing that the illusion of this independent Justice Department, uh, Department of Justice, uh, uh, outside of the control of the President of the United States uh, is being wiped away. Uh, Because I've always been of the opinion the Department of Justice is under the executive branch, uh, then it should be under the control of the President of the United States. Uh, Now, do I think it's wrong for the President of the United States to direct Attorney General Garland to prosecute uh, uh, Donald J. Trump on and no pun intended here, trumped up charges, because every single one of them uh, is trumped up. And if you're, and by the way, if there are any legal lawyer pundits out there saying, giving credibility and credence to these charges, and I've heard some give credence to these espionage charges in the classified documents case, you're full of shit. So stop doing it, you're only helping the enemy, and the enemy is in control of the United States government right now, people. The enemy is in control of the United States government, so stop doing that. It's, they're not legitimate. None of these charges is legitimate, uh, and everybody knows it. So we don't wanna be a show trial country like Stalin's Soviet Union was, or like you see down in Brazil happening against Bolsonaro's uh, and those kind of countries. Uh, That's not the United States of America. Now, if Trump deserved to be indicted because he committed crimes, then he should be indicted. And it'd be okay with me if the President of the United States said, hey, you need to indict that guy if there really was a crime. But it's all made up and it's absolutely absurd But what's your opinion on that, this independent Justice Department idea, uh, that being wiped away? I think it's a good thing, because it shouldn't be independent.
3: Well, they they do work uh, in the department, the president's executive department, but they should be independent when they uh, administer justice. You know, I can imagine, I think it was the 6th of this month, when when Jack Smith actually indicted the president for what's going on there on January 6th. I can only imagine that there was the sound of champagne bottles in Washington D.C. and Martha's Vineyard. Uh, all these uh, Trump haters were celebrating this historic federal indictment. If only they could see what they're doing is actually uh, legal lunacy, and it is destroying our country. Trump's behavior uh, following his 2020 loss—and uh, was a loss because they, they committed, you know, uh, electoral feuds. Uh, Uh, It was not criminal. It was wrong, but it was not criminal. And he did say, go and peacefully protest what's happening at the Capitol. Um, You know, have have no doubt that corrupting the U.S. justice system to punish a former president and a a candidate, now the number one candidate, is completely wrong. And if if you're ever gonna do that, you better have ironclad evidence of his criminal behavior. And they don't have that. He was indicted on four charges uh, including conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an uh, official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. And this goes back to a uh, law that was passed in 1870 about sedition and insurrection. you notice that in these indictments, the words to sedition and insurrection was not mentioned. And what they're trying to do now, and I think you've seen this, Colonel, is there's several of these blue states that want to mm. take the Trump off the, their ballot so he can't even get a vote, and that's completely wrong, too.
2: Yeah, I just read the other day that a county commissioner that was involved in January 6th, I believe in Texas, has been ruled by a court that uh, uh, that he can no longer hold public office under the 14th Amendment uh, uh, even though there's been no one even charged with insurrection or, or actual sedition. Now, there's been a seditious conspiracy charge uh, that's actually been found guilty in, in the, in the uh, clown show trials up in D.C., uh, up in the kangaroo courts up there. Uh, and uh, uh, a lot of people have been saying, and I believe they're right, that they're going to try to uh, do a superseding indictment on this Jack Smith indictment. Uh, up in the, the, the latest one on January 6th and, and do seditious conspiracy in that superseding indictment with some other things uh, so that they can uh, have a case for invoking the fourth, 14th Amendment uh, on the President of the United States. But that act you cited about the violation of rights, uh, that, that's also known as the Klan Act, Doc. And in that act, if you... If somebody dies uh, in the commencement of that crime, uh, you could face the death penalty in that act. Uh, And Ashley Babbitt was killed. Uh, Protester and Air Force veteran, Ashley Babbitt was killed for no reason uh, by uh, uh, that crazy cop up there uh, in the Capitol building. Uh, So she died, so somebody did die. I mean, in theory, if they found him guilty of that act, he could face a death penalty.
3: You know that would lead to just complete and chaos. I don't think the country could withstand that. And uh, if if uh, you know our current president and the people that are behind him had any inkling of continuing this country's uh, you know prosperity and continuing as a free society, they would stop all this nonsense. But you see the people that are behind him, and you know this, Colonel, they are Marxists. They don't care about our Constitution or our laws. They want to bring the country down and they want to have a communist revolution and create a new Marxist state that will move forward. They don't like or love the United States of America like we do, obviously. So that's what you're you're fighting against. And I even have some of my squadron mates who studied at the Naval Academy and said, you're wrong, you're wrong, Commander. Uh, We beat those communists back in 1991. Uh, no, we did they just went underground. And so you're, 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 you're fighting people that you love. I love my squadron mates, but they've been trained by, what you know, what you think you know, is highly dependent on who your teachers were. And they were trained by Marxists. There are Marxist professors all over this country, and they're at the Naval Academy, the Air Force Academy, West Point, Coast Guard Academy, they're everywhere. And they are perverting, they're, they're putting poison into the minds of these young kids that are coming out and uh, getting commissioned as officers.
2: Yeah, I, I was listening to uh, Charlie Kirk's show today uh, for a few minutes and I just happened to catch it at a segment where he was talking about a conversation he had with a retired Army Colonel. Uh, Doc, can you, you touch on something I wanna talk about after this break because Uh, Our institutions have been captured. Those of us that are uh, involved in this stuff daily, we're paying attention to it, Uh, we're leveraging off the knowledge uh, uh, that other independent uh, media and influencers find, and and, and we're all uh, outside of the propaganda narrative of the mainstream media, which is the government's mouthpiece now. Uh, It's not the free press anymore, not the mainstream media, the free press is us out here. But we, and and our audiences, we know what's going on, but a lot of people don't. We got to take a break right now, and pay some bills, but we'll talk about that a little bit deeper uh, when we come right right back. And uh, we'll also hear from Joe Rogan on this issue. We'll be right back.
4: Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy Government's new digital dollar. Visit ProtectFromBiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's Protect.
2: Attention fellow Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is being implemented as we speak. Do not be fooled, it's not gonna benefit you. Act now before it's too late. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow started on July 1st, 2023, over a month ago. Brace yourselves because many of you are gonna be caught off guard. Your hard-earned assets are at risk. Uh, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time. How, you ask? With one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends over at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now. 833-287-2465. Yes. Call right now. 833-287-2465. Welcome back to The Rob Mana Show. We're talking presidential power and these indictments and a whole host of other issues. Disco, let's hear from Joe Rogan.
0: Yeah. And the people that that love Trump they feel like this is a witch hunt and they feel like all the things He's getting indicted for are bullshit anyway it does, Not only does it not work, but it kind of hardens their position mm-hmm. that he's being targeted and that this is These are like the the actions of a banana Republic You take your political rival and you arrest him and specifically you charge him with things that you're fucking guilty of like the The, the documents like the classified documents Biden's guilty of the exact same issue, you you got to respect the
3: a level of deceptiveness that's been used. I mean, look at what Hillary did, going and saying, "Hey, it's Russia," but it was really, you know, what she was doing, and now they're using a similar play as well.
2: We're talking with uh, Dr. Randy Arrington, a former political science professor at the college level, uh, uh, has talked uh, about the subject of presidential power uh, to many audiences, including over on CNN. Uh, And uh, in his books, uh, uh, Doc, uh, we were talking before the break, uh, you briefly touched on it, and I did, too, uh, that uh, Charlie Kirk was talking to this retired colonel, and he he discussed this conversation on his show today, uh, and he says that uh, this retired colonel said, uh, when he said, they're going to put Trump in jail, Kirk told him, and he said, "Uh, no, they won't. They wouldn't dare. The American people won't stand for it. The American people will rise up and cause a civil war. Uh, and Kirk disagrees. Kirk thinks people like that are in denial because they served the institutions, uh, they served in those institutions, and those institutions they believed in that the reason they were serving, they think still exist. And I think he's got a point there. I think Charlie's onto something there, because I see that a lot when you were talking about your squadron mates. I see that a lot with, with uh, you know my former colleagues that, that used to wear the uniform with me, uh, that uh, they're just flat out in denial that there's anything uh, bad going on. Uh, and a lot of them actually believe Trump deserves to be indicted because they listen to the propaganda. Uh, and, and they don't die, you know, dive deep enough into the details to find out what the facts really are and what the truth is. Uh, and the truth is that these indictments are so absurd and it's, a, it's an abuse of presidential power. Uh, for Biden to direct his AG, not that he's directing him, but he's directing him to prosecute on absurd charges, uh, you know, uh, and uh. Uh, Rogan's right. Uh, I don't think Trump supporters uh, are ever going to buy it, Uh, and I think that uh, anybody that challenges them on the Republican side has a problem because of that, because a lot of those Trump supporters are—it's Trump or nobody.
3: Well, I have no doubt that corrupting the U.S. justice system to uh, punish a former president and the current leading candidate on the uh, Republican side— it actually nudges our country. We just mentioned this earlier in the last segment, it nudges our country closer to chaos collapse, tribalism. You know, if the attorney general appointed by the incumbent president authorizes that uh, prosecution, which we know he has. you mentioned in the opening segment, uh, you know, this is bringing us closer to what we just talked about. You have to if you're going to do that, you're going to have absolute positive uh, guilt of that that past president. And if you do in other words the, The the, the paradynamic gun has to be smoking. In this case, it's not. It's all political theater. You know why? They're not just afraid of Trump. And then Hillary mentioned this when he was running against her. He said, if that son of a bitch gets elected, we are all going to swing from nooses. She knows the corruption. She probably has dirt on everybody in Washington, D.C., but she knows the corruption. She's right. But they're not just afraid of Trump. They are afraid of true American patriot citizens who cherish their guns, their Bibles, and their God, and we believe in the virtues of honesty and integrity, and that's what we want out of our elected officials, and we're not getting it. Madison said we're going to elect the best and brightest of our, our citizens to be in the federal government. Well, he was wrong. We're not electing the best and brightest. We're sometimes electing these morons that don't even know the Constitution, and they are sitting in the... But the seeds of power, and that is extremely dangerous. When you have somebody that thinks they're very intelligent or highly enlightened, but don't realize they're not, they are a danger to the innocent people of the United States of America. And you mentioned, it, but the pendulum's starting to swing back. People are waking up, and I, I, I still put out these videos, and my squadmates hear them, and I hope they're learning, because you and I, Colonel, we speak the real truth.
2: Yeah, we do, and we don't sugarcoat it at all. But, you know, Kirk was pointing out that uh, these these military officers are in denial uh, and, and that the colonel is wrong. That the, 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 the nobody's gonna rise up because, you know, uh, we had Mar-a-Lago, the raid, and nobody did anything. Matter of fact, some Republicans said, well, this must be really serious. And it was a joke, and still isn't. It. It's, the, it's the jokes of all jokes. You know, before that, you know, and then we had Alvin Bragg, who's got 37 counts of filling out paperwork improperly or something crazy like that, uh, and that that moved. And now we're at the third indictment. Nobody's even, uh, you know, they're not even batting an eye. I'm talking about the the, the population. Uh, well, it's Trump. It's another indictment, but they don't believe that any of them are real. Uh, you know, are 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 real crimes. Uh, and they think it's bullshit. Uh, but, uh, uh, but when they put him in, if they put him in jail, I don't think the colonel's right. I don't think the people will rise up.
3: I, I disagree. I think there will be, uh, you know, risings up all over the country. Uh, it may not get to the point like the BLM and the Antifa where they actually go out and they destroy and the mayors of the city say, give them room to destroy. We don't want that. But, you know, <laughs> this is, this is going to come to a head. And uh, I hope that it's wrong because there's going to be a fourth indictment coming in, I think, two weeks from now, coming out of Atlanta, which is another another crap uh, indictment. But they're afraid of us. They're not afraid. They're afraid of Trump, but they're more afraid of us because we represent the real grassroots America who loves this country. I teach my students all the time. I love the United States of America, and I want you to love the United States of America, too. Yes, that does include our national women's soccer team. I want them to love the United States, too, but apparently they don't. (laughs)
2: I don't mind those. I don't mind teams that rep- are supposed to represent the USA that hate America losing, though. Uh, I'm not in that category. Well, I always cheer for America's team. Not if their leadership is hating America and their teammates aren't stepping up and saying that's BS and throwing a flag on it. No, nope, I could care less that they lost, and uh, and you know what? They deserve to lose because uh, that's what woke gets you. That's what diversity hires get you is is losing uh you know doc uh you know the uh i don't know i don't I don't know that people will rise up if they put him in jail i they should we should we should rise up, you know, and do everything we can without violence uh to the maximum of extent possible uh to stop it from happening uh but I think a lot of folks are they're they've got used to it now, and then you add the January sixth prosecutions onto it. Uh, and then you add what just happened out in Utah with this uh, 75-year-old man on a cane getting getting killed, murdered. I think assassinated by the FBI. I think they assassinated the man based on all the facts that I've got so far. That's just my opinion at this point. But uh, uh, and it and it's definitely sending a chilling message. And I and I just think regular everyday Americans would see this an arrest of Trump and him being put in prison as just another. Uh, authoritarian move by an authoritarian government that we no longer have control over, uh, and uh, they'll be afraid to do anything. I really do. I I think that's what's going on. I don't want to see violence happen on anybody's part, but this rogue government has already shown a propensity to use violence to make people do and think what they want us to think and do. Well, I'm never going to think what they want me to think. Uh, because they're rogue, I call them rogue at every opportunity. They're not constitutional anymore, and they work for me and you. Right. And I dare actually, come get us.
3: What's actually happening is not justice, Colonel. It's election interference, and it, all it does is help Biden. And we just found out last week that Nancy Pelosi's the, the, the phony January 6th committee actually destroyed, just like Hillary Clinton destroyed all of her, her uh, you know, files and yep. and uh, her phones. They destroyed crucial raw evidence uh, and information of the greatest cover-up uh, uh, operation in American history. And in doing so, what they do, they violated our law, they violated the House uh, representative rules, and they violated Trump's rights to have access to information that might be exculpatory and that might help in his defense. That's exactly what they did. And it's going on right now. And again, they're afraid of the people. I teach my students all the time, that the the elected officials don't love you. They actually hate you, because they have to come to you every two or four years and beg for money to get reelected. They do not like you. They might start out liking you, and I would have students raise their hand. Well, I worked for Congressman Smith in Rhode Island. He loves the people. Yeah, but he can't love the people if he's practicing law in Providence. He's gotta be sitting in his seat in Washington, D.C. They don't love the people, trust me,
2: Colonel. No, they love their donors. Uh, that's exactly. who they love. If I'm a million dollar donor to a congressman, I can I can uh, meet with them anytime I want to. But if I'm a five dollar donor, uh, I'd be very hard pressed to get an in person meeting if I called and asked for one. Uh, I would I would be hard pressed to even get a a human being answering the dang uh, phone call, you know, yeah. uh, because uh, they're not they're not too into people's business. Uh, most of them are. There are a few. Uh, just like always, there are a few that are and uh, really respect the Constitution, and, and are, especially in the new House of Representatives, there, there are some that are trying to make the system do and work the way it's supposed to. I wanna, I, I just remembered I wanted to say something. You mentioned James Madison uh, uh, before, uh, but under the system we have today, he could never be elected president. He was only like, what, five foot two, five foot four? Uh, you gotta be a six foot plus uh, guy with wonderful hair. Heck, I don't have any hair. I couldn't uh, uh, run for president and win today in today's environment because the system is so corrupted and so and so rigged, to use a Donald Trump phrase, uh, it's just almost impossible uh, for a normal person to uh, be able to get the levers of power, and we need to return back to a system that allows that to happen. Well, Donald Trump's got something to say about that Georgia DA, and he'll talk to us when we come back from this break. Uh, We gotta pay some more bills, Doc. Uh, I'm Rob Manus, Red Voice Media Network. We'll be right back.
1: They waited. And I probably have another one. They say there's a young woman, uh, a young racist in Atlanta. Say racist. And they say, I guess they say that she was after a certain gang and she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member. And this is a person that wants to indict me. She's got a lot of problems, but she wants to indict me to try and run for some other office. Uh, what's going on in this country is, uh, and by the way, wants to indict me for a perfect phone call. This was even better than my perfect call with Ukraine. Remember?
2: Welcome back to the Rob Mana Show here on the Red Voice Media Network, uh, where we bring you the facts and the truth. And that's why some are saying we are the most dangerous network in America. And Katen, who even says on the planet. Uh, well, I tell you what, we are uh, approaching the planet level because now we're going to do live TV with live spaces and be able to give the audience an opportunity to interact uh, with me and the guests, uh, so that'll be coming soon. I just participated in in the rollout of that on the, uh, the RBM Roundup, the show on just prior to my show, uh, and it worked like a charm. Uh, so we're excited about that, using innovation to bring the real news and the real facts and the real truth to you and give you an opportunity to interact with us as we deliver uh, that information. And you can tell us what you're thinking and the rest of the world what you're thinking about what you hear on the shows. So welcome back and we're talking with Dr. Randy Arrington today, a political science professor, about uh, the concept of presidential power as it relates to these indictments on Trump uh, Joe Biden uh, and uh, all the other things that are going on in the world. Well, that—that's Mr. Trump talking about the Georgia District Attorney. That's uh, uh, apparently the core uh, trigger for these indictments was his phone call to to Secretary of State Raffensperger uh, and Georgia Governor Kemp, where he he basically said, "Come on, guys, can't." Can't we just find 11,000 more legal votes? Uh, uh, and uh, so now she's going to indict him on some kind of RICO charge uh, to uh, try to say he was trying to change the outcome of the election illegally. Uh, and uh, look, I've been a candidate, uh, and I've <laughs> I've asked many times, aren't there some place where we can find this many more votes? Uh, so it's just another absurdity. Uh, but this time at the state level, and I'll just remind the audience, a sheriff in that town has already said he's going to get a mugshot. Well, I hope they give him a mugshot, because that'll make him uh, at 90 percent in the polls. Heck, every time they indict the guy, he increases okay. another five to ten points in the polls.
3: Well, did you see recently, uh, I think it was just a couple of days ago, this uh, this puck Jack Smith, is now telling the judge, uh, I think her name is Chutkin, uh, Tanya Chuckin that— he wants the gag order, and he wants that the Trump lawyers cannot talk to the press, and that Trump himself has to stop talking while that takes away his first Amendment rights, And that, I think, shows you how frightened they are of Trump, because he's going to tell the truth. They don't, they can't afford for the truth to be revealed because it discounts everything they have in their indictments, and they know that. And so that's what he's trying to do is prevent him. He also had some judge sign off, uh, McNally was his name, and that Trump was a flight risk. Are you kidding me? The guy's probably the most yeah. most recognized person on the planet, except for you and me, you know. And and yeah. so they, he's a flight risk. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. it's all political theater.
2: Yeah, the news broke uh, within the last 24 hours that he got a warrant to get the content from Trump's Twitter account back in January. It was sealed. Uh, and uh, he convinced Judge Beryl Howell, who is like one of the most corrupt Marxist communist judges on the D.C. circuit uh, up there, uh, and I think was in charge of the panel uh, for her last stint, she just retired, uh, that, that Trump was a flight risk. Now, now, think about this. Even Jonathan Turley, who is not exactly a conservative, uh, no. says, look, the guy, the, guy, the guy is a former president— He's, he's probably the most recognizable face on the planet uh, and uh, he's never backed down from a fight, uh, even to taking it to a, to a flawed uh, level uh, that might be considered flawed by it. But the judge says, yeah, we're not gonna tell him we're doing this because he's a flight risk. You gotta be kidding me. Uh, That's just, Doc, we live in a clown world Uh, that's run by totalitarians, and they're getting away with it so far. They're getting away with it. How much longer do you think it's going to be before they stop getting away with this?
3: Like I said, I think Biden will uh, retire or resign or pull himself off the ticket before Christmas. Uh, something might happen, but I think, uh, and you're going to see the media is going to start. They're already starting to, they're already starting to turn on him with this Hunter Biden stuff. They're starting to, you know, not give him the cover that he needs and has been getting for the last three or four years. They're going to turn on him, and you'll notice it in the media the way they cover him. They will start turning on him. And when they do that, you know that the DNC and the Marxist cabal, which I think is run by Obama and Soros and, and Rice and all those people. They've told the media, okay, we're done with him. He's now a useful idiot. We can no longer use him anymore. He's he's, outlived his useful idiot status. And that's why you've got a guy like Newsom from California, that knucklehead out there, is actually now probably, he's running for president, but he hasn't announced yet. And he's going to have, I think he's going to have some sort of a debate with uh, Ron DeSantis from Florida. He's actually running. And so, you know, watch the media. They will turn on this president, and it will be very quick. And I think we're getting to the point where by the, by Christmas time, it's all going to come to a head. Did you see where they want to have this uh, trial start in January, I think it's January 2nd is what Jack Smith has asked the judge to do. And this judge, this Chutkin, um, is an Obama appointee. Uh, she, mm-hmm. She's biased, completely biased. Just look at what she's done yeah. with, the, the, with people, the January 6th people and meth dealers giving them all sorts of extra time. She only gave the Trump team like one business day to respond to some interrogatory that was sent to her court. One day, and the legal uh, rules for DC for that particular type of interrogatory say the legal team is fourteen days, not one. yeah. So he's going against people that are the deck is stacked against him right now. and you know, I, I hope he doesn't go to jail. I don't think he will. I don't think they're gonna be that stupid. but if he does, can he brought the door?
2: It's a whole new ball game. If he goes to jail, you know she followed up on that with the hearings. You know, a requirement to have a hearing on the 11th, and the Trump team asked for more time to do that, so both of his attorneys could be present. Uh, and she denied it. Uh, and, oh. and that's the exact opposite of what she does with even meth dealers, uh, exactly. uh, like you said, uh, and murders. It's uh, uh, she, she's completely corrupted. She's a Marxist, communist uh, judge, and you know you know who, uh, what entity creates the federal court system below the Supreme Court? Isn't that the Congress of the United States that has the authority to create and dissolve those courts? Yeah. I don't really think since DC is not a state, it should have a federal court circuit. Uh, exactly. And uh, I've called for Congress to dissolve it for uh, several years now. Uh, and uh, I've, call, I've been calling for impeachment of these judges, because uh, even some of the Trump-appointed judges have been going against the Constitution on these January 6th cases in that D.C. Circuit. Uh, and Obama and Reed packed it with Marxists when they were in office, and that's why you're getting the treatment, the unequal treatment, uh, look, if everybody was being treated the same, it'd be hard to argue it, but I think it should be completely dissolved based on the fact that DC is not a state uh, and that the states surrounding the district, uh, those courts uh, should be responsible uh, for those areas that are technically on the map and in, in the lines of uh, their particular states, Maryland, Virginia, you know, et cetera. Uh, but uh, nobody's listening to me, I'm just a little guy out here blowing in the wind. <laughs> but that's that would be the right thing to do, uh, you know? Uh, and Congress has the power to do that. They could defund right. them tomorrow. They could defund Jack right. Smith tomorrow. Uh, right. So uh, I mean, that's why I asked the question, how much longer do the people tolerate this illegal behavior? Because it is illegal. If it's going against the Constitution, it's illegal. And unethical. You know, Trump talked about the the DA in Georgia had an affair with a gang member of the gang that she was trying to prosecute. Uh, uh, The leader, I believe, of the gang. uh, You know, I mean, that... that, I don't normally pry into people's personal lives, but that's a little bit of a conflict of interest right there. Uh, Don't you think? (laughs) Uh,
3: Article 3 of the Constitution only created the Supreme Court And it's directed to the Congress, like you said, that they can create other inferior courts they deem necessary, and that's what they did. And uh, one thing I think we should probably look at is uh, term limits, not only for the judges we appoint, maybe not the Supreme Court just yet, but these inferior courts, and I think we should have have term limits for the people that are in the House and the the Senate. And I remember I I interviewed Bob Livingston, and you interviewed him a couple weeks ago, where we talked about that on my radio show, and he didn't, at the time, this is like 10 years ago, he didn't think that term limits were good for Congress. And now he's changed his mind because he sees all these people that got no business sitting in the seats of power because they're not qualified. They get elected yeah. because of money. And, and these Marxists coming from Soros and the rest of them are getting elected because they're trying to bring the country to its knees. Most people just want to live their lives. Leave me alone, federal government. Let me live my life, take care of my family, be a good uh, citizen in my community, let me work and and just leave me alone and uh, I'll pay my taxes, but I don't need you in my in my life and that's what that's why right now you have people are starting to wake up and you're asking you keep asking the question how much longer is it gonna take before enough people come to their rightful senses and say enough is enough I think the is starting to move that direction to the right, and it's going to take a little bit longer because people want to be left alone. I don't want to know really what's going on in, in on K Street, but I do know what's going on on K Street because I teach that. But yeah. leave us alone. Leave us alone, government, and, and just protect us. Your job is to protect my individual liberty. That's your job.
2: Yeah, while I was in the military, if you'd asked me the term limits question, I would have said, well, we have term limits. They're called elections. Uh, and I've heard that from from others after I've left the military and gotten into politics and everything. Uh, but I but I my eyes are open now. I, I've been endorsed by the term limits. Uh, organizations uh, every time I've run because uh, I agree with Bob uh, Livingston, Uh, uh, you know, we cannot allow people to be career politicians in this country. It wasn't designed like that. As you said, Madison said, we're gonna elect the best and the brightest. Well, we've devolved into electing the rogues uh, and and the clowns because they're the only ones that will do it and they end up with the money somehow. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, now not all of them. I don't. I don't like categorizing categorizing people, entire groups of people, as one way. But the majority are like that. You know, what? That makes the really good ones stand out a lot most of the time if they can get some coverage. But they don't get coverage by the mainstream media. Uh, they do get coverage uh, by us. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about the rogue. Federal government again, and we'll uh, see 60 seconds of death threats against the sitting president of the United States, and there were no indictments out of this. We'll be right back. I'm Rob Manis, Red Voice Media Network.
4: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you, so take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1, 2023.
1: There aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state.
0: Show me where it says that protests are supposed
4: to be polite and peaceful.
0: Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless.
1: They go low.
4: How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck?
0: Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. Why
4: did yes. he get on the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murderers. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You mm-hmm. would have been a hero.
0: I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor
3: assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact.
2: Welcome back to The Rob Mana Show here on the Red Voice Media Network. We bring in the facts and the truth that makes us very dangerous. Some say the most dangerous network in America, maybe even on the planet. We'll look forward to this. We're doing live shows, television shows, combined with live spaces so we can take questions and comments from the audience now. We just did our first one today here on RBM uh, and I'm excited about it uh, and you should be too. We're talking with uh, Dr. Randy Arrington, uh, political science professor, amongst many other things and hats he wears uh, 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 today about presidential power. And you know, that that short clip there is just a few of highly influential and even elected officials like Nancy Pelosi calling for riots, uh, 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 insurrection, basically, rebellion, Uh, death threats on the president of the United States, uh, physical threats of punching him in the face on the president of the United States. The the sitting president of the United States, Doc, remember that. Now, the reason the FBI did a no-knock raid at 6 a.m. this week on a 75-year-old 300 pound man that had to walk with a cane that was in such bad shape that he drove his car the 200 feet to the church down the street that he went to and back and killed him shot him and killed him left his body laying on a sidewalk outside in a neighborhood cul-de-sac where kids were around for several hours you could see the blood coming out from under the sheets is because we have a rogue government led by a President of the United States that is over, that's using power to be a totalitarian instead of a man like General George Washington who loved Americans so much even forgave the Whiskey Rebellion insurrectionists when he had to put his uniform back on and go quell that insurrection. That's not who we are. What they did is not who we are. And on top of that, we we also what was released today uh, was uh, was that the FBI director testified to Congress, Chris Ray, that the Catholic uh, terrorists memorandum was only in one field office in Richmond. You remember the, the FBI a published a little card saying that that traditional Catholics are domestic terrorists, basically, uh, uh, and they're radicalized and violent. Uh, uh, come to find out, though. Co- Portland, Oregon, and the Los Angeles field offices all coordinated on that device that little little card that they put out highlighting that traditional Catholics are domestic terrorists and are, and are to be surveilled and watched and uh, paid attention to uh, because of their religious beliefs. Uh, he lied that it was only one field office they're rogue. This government has gone rogue and they're led by a person that's the, he is the president, he was sworn as, as the president, whether I think he was legitimately elected or not doesn't matter at this point, point. Uh, and, and he's using the power of the office uh, like a tyrant, and now they're using... Force, violent force against American citizens. This man that they killed, they had had him under surveillance since March. He made some tweet about, well, I better get my sniper rifle out when he heard Biden was coming to town, and he made some other comments about uh, the DA brag up in New York and that kind of stuff. And you just saw that clip right there. There were no indictments or raids that killed people out of all those people in that 60-second clip. Not one, not one, not even an investigation, let alone an indictment. No grand juries were convened. No FBI agents showed up in the middle of the night or early in the morning and killed anybody. And they take this guy? And they wanna go after Catholics? Man, I I tweeted out this morning when I heard that, I I said, well, uh, the faithful, there should be multitudes of crowds of the faithful surrounding each one of those offices and FBI headquarters demanding they all resign. But our side just doesn't do that.
3: No, no and then nobody went, nobody from the Secret Service went and talk to Johnny Depp when he alluded to the way that uh, President Lincoln was killed by John Wilkes Booth, when was the last time an actor uh, killed a president. Nobody went to Kathy yeah. Griffin for holding up that severed head of the President uh, Trump at the time. Nobody went and talked to Robert De Niro when he said what he said, or the other people in Congress, you know, Maxine Waters, you know, we get in their face. We do this, we do that. Uh, That's exactly what happened. Now, also, I teach my students this. This is not the first election that we've had for that installed a president uh, because because of uh, election fraud. John Kennedy got installed because of election fraud, and Nixon knew it. But you know what? He, at that point in time, he loved the United States and the Constitution so much, he did not want to challenge it because it would cause a constitutional crisis. <laughs> Let it happen. And he knew Kennedy was a, a guy that loved the United States. So he said he knew the country would be in good hands, and he backed off. His time was coming uh, six years later, four years later, whatever. So, you know, what's happening right now is not Americans that love this country that are trying to destroy it. It is Marxists. You mentioned several times. I used to be in faculty lounges where i heard the marxist professors talking and you know marxism is great in places like the faculty lounge where they dream of it and then in hell where they already have it socialism marxism communism is the worst thing that uh, that they can have a society be governed by now capitalism and, and democratic principles are great there's some bad things too but of all the other ways to govern society, it's the best possible method. Trust me on this one subject.
2: Yeah, a republic, a democratic republic, uh, like exactly. like we're supposed to live in, you know, where you can't right. have mob rule, but the minorities' rights are respected. That's exactly. that's no longer happening because, uh, uh, it, 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 and that's the challenge. I think uh, to go back to the retired colonel that Charlie Kirk was talking about today, the challenge is. People just don't believe that yet. They don't believe that the other side is the enemy of the United States. Even the side that has the power right now, in our institutions, every institution has been captured by these Marxists, every institution. Really? You know, I got a I got a slide presentation today talking about the rated pilot equity initiative, uh, uh, showing the actual facts that They take the uh, 65% of applicants of white males, 39% of applicants of underrepresented groups like black Americans, Hispanics, and that kind of stuff. Uh, And then instead of those rates matching the selection process to go to pilot training, it's flipped. 53% of the underrepresented groups now, where where back in the day, you would go with the merit-based system and that would usually result, because there's more in numbers of white men being selected for pilot training at about a 60 to 65% rate, because there's more of them and there's less of the folks that are as competitive in the other groups. Uh, uh, that's been flipped by policy now in the United States Air Force. That's one of the reasons the United States Air Force readiness is rated the lowest of the low by the Heritage Foundation of all the services, and it's because the new chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, C.Q. Brown, was the chief of staff of the Air Force, and he's a racist. He actually signed a letter saying there were 5,400 too many white men pilots in the Air Force. It's bloody.
3: Obama told us what to expect two weeks before he was inaugurated. He said, we are two weeks away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. The United States of America doesn't need to be fundamentally transformed. We just need to live up to the principles contained in that, those documents, the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. And he told us that's what he was gonna do because he's a Marxist. And he's the guy that started all this this the diversity, equity, inclusion, and uh, that General Brown, now that's gonna be the next uh, Joint Chief of Staff Chairman, is one of his his affirmative action buddies. And it's not good for the United States of America. Merit is good for the United States of America. And there are many Hispanics, black people, women, white people, whatever, that are highly uh, meritorious and deserve where what they're getting. And when you, when you force people in to certain positions that don't belong there, that if you put them in that box, you weaken the society. And that's what's happening right now. You, you're weakening the society with diversion equity, inclusion, and CRT, and all this other stuff, because, again, what you think you know is dependent upon who your teachers were. And a lot of these people have been, I call it mind rape, but, you know, brainwashed is a a dumbed-down term, but they have been mind raped to believe these flat-out propagandized lies. Propaganda is extremely, extremely influential, especially with weak-minded people, Colonel.
2: Absolutely, and young people as well. And That's why it's so dangerous to have our young kids and our college uh, students indoctrinated with this Marxist propaganda. Uh, uh, and they believe it. And they grow up, many of them, hating the United States of America. And in the military, it results in not the best meeting the best of the enemy. Because I guarantee to you, the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army mm. are putting the best they can find in their cockpits. Yeah. And we're going to get our butts kicked. Uh, in the next war, and that's coming. And we'll be talking to you again, Dr. Errington, with your retired Navy commander attack pilot hat on on Monday, more war Monday. We got a lot to talk about. It uh, looks like uh, Victoria Newland's got us in another oh. military intervention, or at least supporting one in uh, Niger, uh, that the African group, uh, EWOCAS, has uh, decided to do military intervention, and it's ready, and she gave them the green light. And so did France. So we'll see you next week on more War Mondays, folks. Lots to talk about. I'm Rob Manis, Red Voice Media Network, and Tucker Carlson is still laughing.